Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor at the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now, get ready to be transformed by this message. We thank you, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you continue to minister to us this evening for this short time we have. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Take control. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Wonderful. Clap your hands together once again and please be seated. Well, we, um, we have witnessed a very magnificent performance and um, presented to us this great gospel message. Hallelujah. You know, what they presented to us is really the great plan that God had for us when man fell. Hallelujah. We saw the fall of man and right from that moment, God had a plan to rescue us from destruction. And we saw or we heard and saw the performance of prophecies rightly unfolding before our eyes, going through all the plans that God had to liberate man. And I want you to note that... Um, all of these things God had in mind, all of these things, all of these steps, right from the time that man fell, God had a plan to rescue us. And God had certain people in mind from the very beginning. He had certain people in mind that he was going to create to be a part of this plan. Hallelujah. And we saw a lot of inconveniences also in God's plan. How that even a virgin, a young virgin, was to be involved in this plan. And a man with aspirations to marry was involved in this plan. And the man's life was going to be inconvenient. And there was going to be confusion in their relationship. All of that in the plan of God. It's amazing. Are you listening? And God will do what he has said he will do. God will do what he has put in his plan to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And sometimes it might involve you. Amen. Are you listening? So I was really thrilled watching how God's plan was being unfolded in our eyes. That all of that was geared towards him coming on earth in the form of man. All of that. As you saw the prophecies, as we read through Isaiah and coming on, 
and then involving all of these people, that it was in the end that Christ be born to die for our sins. Amen. So I just want to read just a short passage and let's learn just a few lessons from this passage about someone also or some people also who were involved in this plan and didn't have any idea that they were part of this plan. Plan from the day that man fell that you are involved and you will not know. Isn't that spectacular? God is awesome and amazing. And if you don't know his ways, you will not understand the things that he does. Hallelujah. So turn your Bibles with me for this short time that we have. And let us read a scripture from Luke chapter 1 and verse number 5. Luke chapter 1 and verse number 5. I want us to read this passage. Just listen very carefully and let's learn something from it and then we'll be done. And we will, I think they have some nice snacks for us in the back. It says, there was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the cause of Abia. And his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. And they had no child because that Elizabeth was barren. And they both were now well stricken in years. Hallelujah. See here, I want you to note how the Bible presents this couple to us. That they were righteous people, not by man's standard, not by how man assesses righteous people, but in the sight of God. The Bible says they walk as righteous. They were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. Hallelujah. Blameless. And then the Bible goes on to tell us about their problems. I'm talking about righteous people who walk before the Lord blameless, but they had problems. And the Bible described them, presented them to us to have an idea who they are about to talk about. Are you listening? That these two people were walking before the Lord blameless and they had no child. That's their problem. Because that Elizabeth was barren. And both were now well stricken in years. Come to think about it. Righteous people, a couple married 
righteous, serving God. And they had no child. And the Bible goes on to explain that because Elizabeth was barren. Do you understand when we say someone is barren? When someone is barren means a person cannot conceive. And there are so many things that can cause a person to be barren. Are you listening? So many things. Perhaps things that doctors cannot fix. No human being can fix. And even if there was a time that human being could fix it, the Bible says they were now well stricken in years. So forget about it, even if you can do something about it. Are you listening? Now I want you to note here that real, difficult, and humanly impossible situations do happen to righteous people. Do happen to people who walk in the eyes of the Lord blameless. Amen. Barrenness and both and plus both are in old age. So if there, for instance, is a womb issue that you go and scrape and clean and prepare it, they are now stricken with old age. No eggs, no sperm. The man cannot even have a relation with a woman. And they are both righteous people. Hallelujah. You see, this is a problem that is happening to righteous people in the house of the Lord. It is not everything that happens to people because they have done something wrong. Are you listening to me? It is not everything that happens to people because they have sinned or they have done something wrong. There are certain situations that often man cannot do anything about except God and it happens to righteous people. Are you listening? And they are in the house of God. And we, we leave them to walk around as if something wrong is with them. People ask uncomfortable questions. Imagine Zachariah and Elizabeth in the church. You see, one thing that happens with godly people, one thing that is with Christians is that when they see someone is righteous, when they see that someone walks blameless before God, they want to prove to you that you don't walk blameless. They ask you questions that are unpleasant. There are certain problems that no man can do anything about, such as marriage. You cannot force a man to marry you if you are a woman. If you are barren, you cannot just make it happen. And then you find people ask you, you've been married for a while. Hey, when is the children coming? When is the child coming? You know, to create uncomfortable situations. And they ask that seemingly concerned, but mockingly. 
And that turns people out of the house of God. But I want you to see that people are in the plans of God. God have them in his plans. Are you listening? God have people in his plans. And all of this is in the plan of God. That in my plan, I am going to have this couple. They're going to be married for so many years. Perfect people that I have prepared to be a part of my plan. And they will not have a child. And they will be well stricken in years. Until the time that my plan is to be fulfilled. And they are all part of the plan. Amen. Elizabeth was barren. It is our responsibility to continue to encourage and love Elizabeth to remain in the house of God until the plans of God is fulfilled in his life, in her life. Are you listening? Sometimes Christians ask women certain questions that are very unpleasant that the woman does not even feel like coming to the house of God. Do you know how it feels like? You see, if you have been in that situation before, you will never ask another woman, when is the child coming? If you have been in that situation before. The only people who ask such questions are people who have not been in that situation or people who are arrogant or people who are jealous, insensitive. Are you listening? Insensitive. But Elizabeth was in the house of God. Can you imagine? You see, sometimes a pastor, you will have to pray for someone for the same problem that is going on in your life. So imagine Zacharias will be praying for couples who will come to him and say, we'll need a child. And he will pray for them, fast with them, and pray for himself, praying for himself and his, his wife, and pray for a couple, and then he, the next week, he sees a couple coming to dedicate their child, and he, the priest, now has to dedicate the child, and he will take the child, and he will see his wife, Elizabeth, sitting in the front pew, and look at her face, and she will bow her head down, looking at the child, and say, this is what we have been praying for. This is what we have been praying for. Year after year after year. Are you reading with me? You're following the story. Sometimes we ask questions. Hey, young woman, you have finished school. When are you getting married? You know, as if a young woman can say, hey, I am marrying you and choose a husband. You know, why do we ask questions like that? Why? You are getting too old. When are you getting married? You are getting too old. Amen. See, you may not understand why someone's situation is the way it is. 
But what you can do is to make that person feel as though there is no problem so that the person can continue to serve God and wait until God's plan be unfolded in that person's life. So as we continue to read, we are done almost. Just bear with me. Let me finish this. It says, and verse 7, and they had no child because that Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in years. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. Are you following? This is Zacharias. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of the incense. Amen. So now, the Bible says, Zacharias, irrespective of all the things that were happening in his life, as the Bible had described, the Bible says, it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office, while he executed the priest's office, so Zechariah never stopped serving God. Many people turn against God because something is not happening for them. Many people stop serving God because something that they want from God is not happening for them. Are you listening? Not knowing that God has a plan concerning what is not happening for you. But Zacharias, regardless of what was not happening to him, the Bible says he continued to organize his priestly duties. He continued in his priestly course. The Bible says, and it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, in the order of his course, when he was on duty, he didn't withhold. When he was on as a priest, he didn't say, I am not coming. I am angry with God. But he continued. And look, the Bible says, and the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of the incense. When he was burning incense, as was his order, the people were also outside as the priest was burning incense. He was a priest on duty. The many people, this Bible says, multitude of people were outside waiting on him as he's burning the incense as a priest. As the shepherd is doing his work, see how many people, the Bible says multitude outside, depending on this shepherd, depending on him. Do you see what would happen to the many people if Zacharias did not come on duty that day? Many people who have come to pray to the Lord. Many people who want to serve the Lord. And Zacharias continued in his priestly hope. And he says, and there at a the time, there, whilst he was in his priest's work, whilst he was 
organizing his priestly duties whilst he was in the office of as a priest. At that time, he says, and there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. The time that he was still working. Can you imagine Zacharias was, has been angry with the Lord and has left the church and didn't come for his duty that day. Did not come for his duty that day. Because after all, I have served the Lord for so many years. I have prayed to the Lord for so many years and nothing has happened to me. Look at all the things that have happened to all the people who got married right before me. People that I, I organized their weddings. What else? We have seen it all. What else? But that day, that, just that one day, it was in the plan of God. And the Bible says, there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard. Thy prayer is heard. Can you see that Zechariah has been praying about this problem? He has been praying. He has been fasting. And he has not received answers. He has been praying. It's not like it didn't matter to him. It mattered to him. It bothered him. He prayed about it. And as he was old, as you can see, if we continue to read on, you can see that he has stopped even praying about it. Because he knew in himself that we are well stricken in years. We are too old now. He says, thy prayers, he says, the angel said. And when Zachariah saw him, he was troubled and fell on a face upon him. But the angel said to him, fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard. And thy wife, Elizabeth, shall bear thee a son. And thou shalt call his name John. And thou shalt have joy and gladness. And many shall rejoice at his birth, for he shall be great, not an ordinary child. I am telling you, no matter what you are going through, God has a plan for you. No matter what you are going through. Now, what is amazing is that you may look so ordinary, and you may not look like you are in such a great plan of God. You may look like you come from such a small place and an irrelevant place. And if God is going to do something great, it will not be you. Are you listening? But God chose Zacharias and Elizabeth of all other people. Of all other people, God chose these two. Amen. No matter what you are going through, I want you to continue to serve God. No matter what the situation is, continue to serve God. Continue to serve God. Continue to organize your priestly duties. Continue to sit in your priestly office. Continue to serve God because you don't know what plan God has for you. You don't know that in the great scheme of things, God has you, such a small person, 
in this great thing that he's about to do. You know, as I was looking at this and I was preparing this message, it amazed me. It amazed me. You want me to show you something? Just before you leave. It amazed me to find out that all the great people that we look up to today who have become patriarchs and generations and going on, look, I realized that Sarah was barren. Isaac, as we know, the son of Abraham, was born to a woman who was barren. And then I realized also in Genesis 25, 22, 21, that Rebecca was barren. Rebecca was barren, and Jacob and Esau were born to a woman that was barren. Wow. Then I realized that Rachel was barren. Joseph was born to a woman that was barren. Isn't that amazing? And then I realized that John the Baptist, the forerunner of Jesus Christ, was barren. The Elizabeth was barren. And John the Baptist, the forerunner of Jesus Christ, was born to a woman that was barren. And I have been pondering over it to understand what God's plans are for when a couple is not having a child. Does it mean something else? And I've not received the answer. And if I do, I will share with you. I will not lie to you that I have the answer. There are such great people, such as Isaac, Jacob, Esau, Joseph, and John the Baptist were not considered as people who will be born, but they were all in the plan of God. Ladies and gentlemen, no matter what is happening in your life, it may look as though there's pandemic and so many other things are happening in your life. One thing stands sure. It may look as though you have lost your job. Sometimes people lose their jobs and they give up on God. People cannot get married and they give up on God. You tune off and you sign off. And sometimes it happens in relationship. You are not happy about something, you are not doing this. You are not happy, this is not happening for you, so you are not doing this. But one thing that stands sure is that God's plans will never change concerning you. God's plans will never change concerning you. You may give up, but God's plans concerning you will never change. So I want to encourage you this Christmas day. There are many people that you know who for one reason or the other, they have tuned off and they don't serve God anymore. I want you to be encouraged so you can encourage them. If there is pandemic, if it, there is job losses, if there is sickness, whatever that it is that is happening, God's plan stands sure. 
and nothing will change that. Hallelujah. That is a short message that I want to share with you this evening. And um, we will continue another time. We will have an opportunity to share some wonderful stories. Rise to your feet and let us pray. Father, we are thankful and grateful. We thank you for your faithfulness and for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for hearing us and answering. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity you gave to us to gather in your court to hear your word. Thank you, Father, for even using your people, the children, the youth, the choir, Lord, to present to us this great plan that you had concerning our emancipation. We are grateful, we are thankful that you use such people even to speak to us. We thank you for this great love that you have loved us. Thank you for giving us your only son who came to die for us. We are truly grateful. We love you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now with all eyes closed and every head bowed, is, if there's anyone here, you are not born again and you want to give your life to Christ, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Is there anyone here like that? You want to receive Jesus Christ on this carol service? You want to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior? Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone? Anyone here like that? Why don't you all join me and say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Please forgive me of my sins. Please wash me with your blood. Please come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my master. Be my savior. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. We believe you have been blessed with this powerful message. Come worship with us at the Kodesh Family Church located at 1810 Randall Avenue, Bronx, New York at 2 p.m. every Sunday. God bless you.